Your skin dies every 28 days, mine dies every four hours, that's all it is. Welcome to the Silent Elephant Project podcast, where we have conversations with everyday people living with life-limiting health conditions. We are not claiming to be specialists, but we are offering a therapeutic space to build dialogue around marginalised health themes, giving you the opportunity to listen in. We hope you enjoy today's episode. A big disclaimer before you listen to this podcast. This podcast is not suitable for under 18s as the content is of an adult nature. If you're over the age of 18, it's not suitable for work. So please make sure you do not listen to this at work or you don't listen to this in the public spaces simply because what we will be diving into in this conversation that we have on this podcast episode is of an adult nature. Thank you. My name is Babs and I will be your host for today's Silent Elephant Project podcast. First and foremost, we just want to thank you guys who have been listening to the Silent Elephant Project podcast for a while. We thank you for just being supportive of what we've been doing all the feedback we've been getting has been amazing and we just want to thank you so much for this podcast for this episode today we are going to be focused on psoriasis Um, psoriasis awareness month is the month of august so we are basically here to raise the awareness of psoriasis so psoriasis is a skin condition that causes red flaky crusty patches of skin covered with silvery scales these patches normally appear on the elbow knees scalp and lower back but can appear anywhere on the body most people are only affected with small patches in some cases the patches can be itchy or sore this is a skin condition that i know nothing about (laughs) so i am not going to be trying to explain it a lot more than i just gave you the definition so if for me it's really exciting to speak to john today john is you know somebody i've known for a while and he actually describes his condition and gives you a great insight into what it is to live with psoriasis so i can't wait for you guys to hear it he is really inspirational he's got so many so many bars of wisdom and i can't wait for you guys to hear it too as well um so without further ado let's get straight to the interview i am an online coach i work with professional boxers because i come from that background also footballers as well as general public basically transformation experts so i help people level up to where they want to go so this is something that i was born with live with grown with as you know because we've met many times in person i had it bad definitely we spoke earlier on um and we were talking about your your, your condition and it, it really is eye-opening just kind of knowing the extent to which it has been part and parcel of your life and how you've actually maneuvered living with it and i think it's mm-hmm. going to be a rich experience to talk about to our audience as well so before mm-hmm. we get into that i would like you to describe to us because i definitely am on this podcast to learn um i would like you to describe to us what psoriasis is and how you would personally describe psoriasis so obviously being around dermatologists with the psoriasis for a very long time i now understand that psoriasis is i believe eight layers deep and eczema is four layers deep so psoriasis is like a, an extreme version of eczema 
And so if you was to go and get a suntan, the sun can go layers deeper than psoriasis. And what that can do, that's why some people would take sunbed treatment. For me, sunbed treatment didn't work because I tried it, but natural sun can actually help with psoriasis. And I discovered that I had psoriasis. And when I was 14, I used to scratch around the pubical area of my body. And people would always make the joke, like, you've got crabs. <laughs> and and I was, that's quite embarrassing, as you can imagine. But like, when people say don't scratch, or my mum would say don't scratch, people don't scratch. How I can describe it is this. Imagine if someone came up behind you with a needle in hand. And we've all done this trick on someone. And they prick you with a needle. And you go, oh, you just jump, right? Imagine someone had 18 needles in the hand and pricked with 18 needles at one time. So you could be sat relaxed and obviously just jump out of the chair and you're just, oh, it's really uncontrollable, mm, really uncontrollable. Mm, mm. And your natural instinct is just you want to get your hand to where it is and scratch. And so that's how it started for me. And it didn't come out in a, it's not scaly, it's not patchy, it wasn't red. So that's how it started for me. And gradually as time went on i was in the around boxing which was very most people in general won't deal with what i dealt with in boxing it's very uh, you live your life anxious you live with anxiety all the day and anxiety and stress does not help with psoriasis because wow. there's no proper cure for it except for the injections what are working for me now that was always told there's no cure for it so when you get stressed and a patch of psoriasis comes out it's just like a pimple like a little spot but the more you get stressed, the bigger it gets, and you can't mm. reverse it. Do you understand what I mean? You can't wow. reverse it. So, so the idea is not to get stressed. But as you know, when someone's telling you don't stress, it's not as easy as that. Right? It's not easy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. No, like there's so many parallels, you know, in terms of other people that have been interviewed in regards to their condition. Because almost like talking to someone who who had vitiligo and talking about how it kept on just increasing. Now vitiligo starts off with a spot and then eventually starts to increase. I'm talking about the way it's been increasing for you. So, I mean, mm. leading from what I just said in terms of how it was increasing, my question for mm. you was, what was your diagnosis story? So like, how did you get diagnosed off the back okay. of when you started okay. to figure it out? Okay, so this is going to be a story and a half, right? So, <laughs> so it's a good job I'm an open book. When I say this to other people, I don't have psoriasis, it actually impacts them. They've actually told me, because you're brave enough to talk about it, I'm brave enough to share now as well. Mm. I'm not embarrassed about it anymore because we all have to carry some kind of cross. We're all born with something. We all have mm. to overcome something. And we can choose to look at whatever it is as a negative or positive and, and my attitude towards things is I'm, I'm not going to let anything hold me back right so i have had embarrassing moments before i was diagnosed people would see it on my arm it started on my arm and it started all over my head every single part of my head 99 percent of my head my scalp was covered with it and this is how it would be i'd scratch my head i had long hair at the time right yep. so i'd scratch and then you just see skin all in my hair like it just looked wow. like I can't even explain it. It's like, imagine like pulling your skin off your arm and it's just mm. all on my hair, right? So I just have to be washing my hair five, six times a day, but then that was making it worse because the hot water was making it worse. So I would have never been a good burglar because the time I scratched the skin, <laughs> the skin all over the floor, you know what I mean? You call the police, just follow the patterns of skin and you, to my doorstep. It was quite embarrassing, but I kind of just ignored it. And then, but on my arm, people would come across the street and say, uh, what's that? Talk strangers go, oh, what's that? Have you got leprosy? All sorts of rude things. 
so yeah that that was quite embarrassing but the, the story of how i was diagnosed was as it was growing all over my body then i ended up having it which is one of the first places you get it unfortunately is on your penis Mm. and it's right in the end of the penis that is the, one of the first places that you get it as a man and mm. so the girl that i was with thought i was cheating on her right wow so this is bc before i was a christian right <laughs> so i was actually living in greece at the time so i was like swearing blind i'm not cheating here and i wouldn't do that so i had to go to a clinic because we thought it was something sexually transmitted right even though I knew it wasn't, right? And me not speaking Greek and them not speaking English, when they were examining me, the most uncomfortable <laughs> pain I've ever felt in my life. Wow. Because what they did is they opened the end of the penis and without telling me, stuck a metal needle down the center <laughs> of the penis. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, you can imagine, right? And then scraped, pulled back and scraped skin out. It was that painful that I, I just... The frequency went down. I there was no noise. <laughs> it was mm. just like, I, I, you know, I bit my tongue and I was just there in absolute shock. And uh, but then it came out that they diagnosed me with psoriasis and then they started giving me steroid creams. And from that moment, it kept on growing on my legs, on my back. I ended up covering 60% of my body. These steroid creams didn't do well. What they did is they stopped me from shedding skin. But then I just had big red patches all over, all mm. over under my nails and everything and it was very very embarrassing but i knew that i had to just get on with my life because i couldn't mm. like couldn't like deal with me and there was one moment when i was walking through the lee city center where i'm from and i saw a guy it broke my heart broke my heart just for a second though this guy had psoriasis all over his face <laughs> and his skin was hanging off it looked like uh walking dead that's wow. you know like wow. like completely just hanging off right and I looked at him and my wife saw it as well. And I'm like, wow, like I haven't got it that bad. Then just as it comes around the corner, this beautiful woman's walking towards him with two kids. Hmm. And then she got to him. I just, I had to go up and say, man, I've got psoriasis all over my body. Like I'm at my face, how you do it? And he was like, I don't care about it. Look at my wife. She's stunning. Look at my kids. They're the wow. only ones who have to look at me. Yeah. I'd have to look at myself. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. And then I walked away thinking, you know what, like I'm fairly confident anyway, but like I'd love to catch that guy now just to tell him what medication that I'm using, but he probably got to before me. But then <laughs> we went we went through all the steroid treatment for so long and it just makes a red patch and very painful at times. Like it could be really itchy, but it could also be painful because it's the skin breaking. So mm. you're getting chapped skin all over the place, which, you know, if you ever had a chapped lip, imagine chapped skin mm. all over the place. Could be really painful and then i actually asked them to you need to do something else because these cetraban which is the cream and the steroid cream they tell you not to put too much on actually they say so you've got to go through like three or four days and come off because it's not good for the skin but if i come off three or four days off then i go back to skin dropping everywhere right mm. so i asked you got to do something about it so they went through sunbed treatment this sunbed treatment was hilarious you go up there I couldn't believe the first time I went there. You're going to sunbed treatment all the way around you. You're getting, literally, this is what I'm embarrassing. They, they actually give you this as well, right? You get completely naked and then they give you a sock. One sock, <laughs> not two. <laughs> One? What? Yeah, so, so what they'll do with that is you just got to put it in your penis. Wow. So you got to put the sock on your penis and stand in there. 
you know, and you just, they tell you to put your hands up like this, you know what I mean? And you're completely naked, right? And did, and did it work? Well, this is the funny bit, right? When I got in there, they turned it on and then they turned it off. And, and then I, I just, I saw the lights come on and then the lights go off. And then I said, I don't think it's working. He says, oh no, the first time you come, we start with three seconds and build up to three minutes. Interesting. <laughs> I, took, I took time off work. Went for one for three seconds. Leads. It was our leads for three seconds and I'm stood there with software. <laughs> and then wow. it was six seconds. And then I had to go twice a week and I was getting taxi fares. And even when it got me up to three minutes, it wasn't doing up for me, right? Mm, and it didn't mm. work for me. It didn't work for me. But every time I, I took an extended holiday to my wife's home country of Indonesia, mm. Bali, and I spent six weeks in the sun, I'd come back and, and the psoriasis would disappear for three months. Wow. So I, I wow. knew the long, in my mind, the long-term thing to do is vitamin D, right? It's so yeah. important. Yeah. Vitamin D is so important. It's so underestimated. Like, even with COVID right now, it's a lack of vitamin D why some people get it worse than others as well, mm. right? I, I kicked off with them and said, this, this is not working either. So then what they did, they said, we, got, we can give you tablets. So I said, okay. So they put me on tablets and I'm training away. Fit guy, right? Killing it killing my sessions and then the doctor rings me because uh, i have to give blood every single yeah. four weeks and then the doctor yeah. rings me and the doctor says how are you feeling i said i feel on top of the world it's funny you should ask and the doctor <laughs> says when you, one of your kidneys is not working so i said what do you mean she says well you're gonna have to come in we're gonna have to get you checked out because you're firing up on one kidney so i said well why is this then and this is because them tablets you give you how it goes about is People what have got psoriasis and kidney dialysis as well, we give them them tablets, but we've noticed when they give them the tablets for kidney dialysis, at the same time, it cured the psoriasis, so we thought we'd try it on you. Mm. But I haven't got no kidney problem, though. You know what I mean? Wow, so now, now, wow, now, yeah. what you, now what you're doing, you give me kidney issues, and the psoriasis <laughs> I can't anyway, do you know what I mean? Oh, good Lord, man, good Lord. I mean, that's, that's that's the thing. I think, I mean, we'll be talking about that even in the next part, which is uh, I'm talking about, you know, how the treatments have been and if there are any improvements that can happen in the mm. way the care system for um, psoriasis is. But, you know, off the back of, you know, your diagnosis, for you, whilst you had um, psoriasis, I mean, you've given us an insight into how your days have been, but can you give us an example of how a day could have been with just waking up and having excruciating pain or excruciating, yeah, um, sure. excruciating um, levels of, of psoriasis on your skin. So first of all, my wife, God bless me with the perfect wife, right? Because the, the, the first thing we have to do, what we did do is get out of bed and my wife would go for the Dyson and clean the bed because when I wake up, the bed is full of skin. It's like, wow. like it's, it's like it's snowed in the middle of the night, right? So, mm. And I'd always feel embarrassed, do you know what I mean? Hmm. But my wife's like, she just doesn't bother. She loves me for me, right? So she'd clean that. And then she'd have to clean the house every single day. You know, like when you've had a gym session and you're sweating and you just yeah. you just feel a bit uncomfortable. I just live my life 24-7 like that. Hmm. So the only time I felt clean is when I was in the shower and about a hmm. couple of minutes after. And then I just feel dirty all the time because as soon as I put the steroid creams and all the rest of it, and as soon as I've got a little bit of body heat coming back up i just feel uncomfortable i feel itchy i feel scaly i can i know my skin's falling off if my skin's not falling off i can feel that my skin's chapped if my skin's not chapped i'm conscious of what i look like you know i can see myself in the mirror i can see the glance in someone's eyes when they're looking at me because of the the way i look and so for many years until recently the last 12 months i never wore t-shirts 
You never hmm. see me in a t-shirt. You never see me in a pair of shorts. You'd always see me in tracksuit bottoms and a long sleeve. It got to a stage where it was not for my benefit. It was for the benefit of the other people because they'd only ask me anyway. And then the time I've explained to one person and I've turned around, I've got to explain to the next person. Mm. And I got tired of explaining myself to people because I'm actually all right with it. So for hmm. me, it was just like, well, if I cover up or I put a hat on my head, you can't see it anyway. And it was funny because some people would know me for years and then somehow they saw it on my arm and then all of a sudden it creates that conversation. Do you understand what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just lucky that I recognize that Hyde is somewhat intermediate. Yeah. Was, I wasn't the worst. There's people worse than me. Wow. No, that's that's deep because I think I I understand that that mindset of not wanting to always repeat yourself to people. And I think that's quite big, you know, saying, you know, you you wearing what you were wearing or you were putting yourself in a position that was for other people as opposed to yourself because you just didn't want people to feel uncomfortable mm. around you and stuff. And I think that is, that's when we get into the root of, of what it means to live with psoriasis. Because I think at the end of the day, you know how to handle your situations, but now you're not having to worry for other people. This is why we do this podcast, because it's kind of getting people to understand that not only do um, marginalized or life-limiting conditions affect the person, because actually the person can be okay with it, can be very mm. okay with it. It's the people mm. around them that actually do need mm. the educating in itself. Mm. So going to my final question for this part, it will be, how did psoriasis impact your present life? So you are a fitness coach. So, how has psoriasis affected that in any way? So, for me, you can imagine I'm a fitness coach and they want to see my flesh. They want to see what I look like. Why should I pay for you to uh, train me? I need to see what you've got underneath, right? Yeah. So, people what I was comfortable with, I'd drop down to a vest uh, now and again. And they were like, ooh, you're bigger than what I thought. Ooh, you've got more <laughs> shape than what I thought. But once again, what's that on your arm? Mm, and then we have mm. the debate about what's on your arm, right? And I'm like, oh, it's not a biggie. It's just psoriasis. What is it? It's a skin disease. You're going to die. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm like, no, it's not it's not skin cancer. And then I just break it down in a, in a quick sentence. Your skin dies every 28 days. Mine dies every four hours. That's all it is. Anyway, so what we're going to do today, I moved the conversation on because Groundhog Day for me, right? I've just, I've seen and heard it all before. The last 12 months, now I'm using this different medication, though, which will go towards the end. Yeah. I could take my top off now. I can wear a pair of shorts now. Actually, people what knew I had it come up to me and go, what happened? Where's it gone? In my mind, it's like this. Imagine you're going to a Ryanair and you're going on a two-hour flight and you're scared of flying. You're going to be scared for two hours. Mm. But if you're on a long-haul flight for 24 hours, you have to learn to relax on that flight. Yes. I've learned to relax with it because me being stressed in my everyday life only makes psoriasis worse, right? So I'm not stressed with it at all. There's people who got cancer. There's people who got diseases which are more life-threatening. It ain't a life-threatening disease. And that's the way it is. And understanding that before taking this medication, which I'm going to do anyway, we've been taught climate changes at all. So if you go on to hot climates, you'll see people with black dots in the skin. You know, the suntan with black dots. That's psoriasis. But the sun's repressing it coming through. But when you live in a cold climate, it's just going to come through. So anyone with psoriasis, if you're out there, move. <laughs> That's what my dermatologist told me. That was the best advice they could give me. It says you're best moving to a climate.
we have been speaking with regards to your life uh, let's call it your previous life is because you're now my previous life yeah you're in a different zone a different mindset a different vibe what motivates you and how do you stay upbeat even prior to being in this part whereby you are you know psoriasis free in a sense um how did you stay upbeat before then and how do you stay upbeat now for me i always celebrate the wins if something's gonna make me say stagnant or move me backwards I'm on a man on a mission. Since the second I was born, I only ever give my life to five things. I'm on the fifth thing right now. I give my life to boxing from the age of five to 32. At 32, I then I give my life to the immigration and, and sealing my wife being able to live with me and having citizenship here. The third thing was getting my coach, personal training business up and running an international level so I could help people. My fourth thing was then going through an app and getting online which I'm doing now, helping people all over the world. And my fifth thing, my mission now that gets me out of bed every single morning is after 25 more online clients and move to Bali, I'll have a business that produces 10,000 pounds a month while I'm living in a, in a hot country in <laughs> front of the beach, in front of a pool ah, every single day, it, right? Love it, love it. And so, so I don't have time to worry about things at the end of the day. Some people are born disabled, some people are born with cancer, some people have got real things that really hinder them. Mine's just an appearance. My wife is stunning. If mm. my wife likes the way I look, I'd have a problem the way, with the way I look. I'm not kissing myself, right? And, <laughs> and as long as she's happy, then, then, then I'm happy. She, she basically, for me, the self-confidence and self-esteem for me, self-confidence is what you put your outwards. Self-esteem is what you put your inwards. And most people get them two things as the same thing, but they're not. My wife is my self-esteem, and I never had a problem with self-confidence. Self-confidence is what I know I have to do externally. I have the rock behind me. I have two rocks, my wife and Jesus. Jesus in that order, right? <laughs> Jesus, and, Jesus and my wife. Let me get it right, right? So... That's my confidence. I can't be distracted by things I can't change. I should be just focused on the things I can change, right? And so I get out of bed and I just get on with it. Like it, the way I see it is if someone's got time to come over and judge me and say something to me, it must mean that they've got too much time in their life because if they were focused on their life, they wouldn't have the time hmm. to come and talk to me. Do you know what I mean? Because I haven't got time to judge anybody. I haven't got time to go up to someone else and actually, and they stay asked for advice, which I'd take a glance to the right and left and say, yeah, I'll give you some advice. I got time for it. I'm on a mission. I know what I need to do. I know what I need to do. And I'm going about it. So that my day-to-day -day life is not distracted by minor things. Wow. Wow. You spit a lot of bars in there. There's so many things in there. So many quotes that you've put in there that, you know, could be on quote cards and stuff. And I think <laughs> I, I, like, I, like, I like the fact that you talked about, you know, not being distracted by the things you can't change, but focusing on the things you can. And I think that is just big and i know you spoke about your wife extensively in part one but you know i want to talk to you about um your support care systems or your support systems you have in place because everybody needs a support system whether you are struggling with something or you're not whether you are able buddy or you're not you we all need support systems in place and you know have people around us that keep us going and i know you've spoken about this but i'm gonna ask you again you know what are your support systems and how have you put them in place my support systems are real, real simple. For me now, I've now don't have psoriasis in my body because of the medication that we'll get to, right? Let's say that I'm not on that medication and let's say I've still got psoriasis right now. I'm very focused. I'm very self-disciplined. I know that with myself, 
I can't help anyone unless I help myself. When you want a plane and that mask comes down, he doesn't say put the mask on your child or the one you love the most. He says look after you first. Yeah. Get the mask on your face so you're breathing so you can help them. So my first thing I do is I spend a lot of time with myself in the morning time. I get up at 3.30 in the morning. I go to work for two hours and then at five o'clock, I go to the gym and I get back from the gym. I spend an hour with myself. That hour can be anything I want it to be. My wife understands that she can't interrupt me in that hour. That could be sitting down in a quiet room and having a conversation with my thoughts, reading my goals and affirmations. It could be looking at my diary for the day, so I'm focused, but anything which is going to do with mental health. So in the morning time, I deal with three things. I deal with my spiritual growth and how I feel, and I have a deep conversations with myself with, I can sit down now when I have problems and laugh. You know, like mm. everyone else stresses about things. Mm. I'm like, I've been here 10,000 times. I'm 43 years of age. I've been here 10,000 times before. It's not meant to break me. It's meant to make me. So I sit there and I self-analyze why I didn't go the way I wanted. It's not a lot. It's just a learning experience. I've learned to understand that there's no such thing as losing. Losing's just, you, you could have a boxing match and three judges tell you you've lost. No, I just, I just didn't get the decision that day. It just means I need to go back to the drawing board, right? Mm. So everything starts with me and how I look at myself. And that's how I control my emotions. That's how I control my mindset. And then I go to the gym and I deal with myself on a physical level. And then I get back and deal myself on a mental level. By doing this, this is controlled psoriasis because mm. it, it doesn't allow me to stress. One of my tricks is cold showers. Mm. For anyone with psoriasis, stop getting hot showers. The hot shower irritates your skin. This is for someone who didn't even have psoriasis. By you taking a cold shower, you reduce your heart rate by 25 to 30 beats per minute all day long. Not for the hour, but all day long, which means you beat your cortisol levels, you beat your dopamine levels, you beat your stress levels. That means for you to get stressed, it's going to take four hours longer to get stressed. So by having cold showers, I'm looking after my skin, I'm looking after my emotions, so I'm looking after me first. Now I can be a good husband that she wants because I'm in control of my emotions. I've looked after me first, right? From there, then I can help other people. I have clients all over the world, so now I can help them. You know what I mean? So my sport network starts with looking after myself. And I don't mean like in an arrogant way. I mean, actually just mental health is a big thing now. And mm. Mental mm -hmm. health is connected to psoriasis. Psoriasis is brought on by stress. And a lot of people who got mental health issues end up getting psoriasis or an anti-immune disease. So I look after myself and I do that while everyone else is sleeping. Then I deal with everything else I have to do in life. My wife is my biggest cheerleader, right? And there's nothing that I would ever do wrong that my wife would ever be angry with me. My wife's just that sort of person that she just says, darling, everything will be okay. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. She support me no matter what. And my wife, one time when we was in the most financial hardship, turned around and says, as long as we've got a tent and I can stay wow. in a tent with you, I don't need anything else. I don't need the money. I just want you. So hmm. that this makes me feel like the top of the world, right? And Control of my emotions stopped me because the medication I'm using now, like I keep saying, is working. It stops me from getting to that level of stress. We've all heard it, right? Stress is a killer. Knowing what I know as an online coach, what that is, is your hormone levels, controlling your hormone levels. If you can control mm. your hormone levels. So if I, right now, as I'm sat here and I think to myself, I want to buy a burger, I want to buy a leather jacket. I know that's dopamine. So which is the hormone that says, treat yourself you know the feel good hormone 
But the problem is, as soon as I buy the jacket and I can't afford it or whatever, then cortisol, which is the stress hormone, is going to come in, and then I'm just going to go in a cycle, and then it's going to do all sorts of things. People with psoriasis, it's going to it's going to harm them more. I can sit here and think, oh, I know why I feel this way because dopamine has been released. So now I can yeah. counteract it with my mind, and sit here and control them them levels. And I think whilst we're talking about the medication that you're on, I mean, it'd be good for you to just actually speak about it. I mean, let, let's talk about what you've found to be the sort of cure for your psoriasis. Yeah, so I take an injection in my leg. I could take it in my belly, but just, I didn't feel like doing that. So just put it in my leg. Every second Monday, every 14 days, it's called Agamavita. I take it in my leg, and within four days, the psoriasis has totally disappeared. I've been on it six months now. I don't have any, it's gone. Was this a prescribed medication? Yeah, you go for your dermatologist. They're going to go steroid treatment, sunbed treatment, tablets, injections. What you need to do is fast track that process so you don't have to go through the process I went through because I had to be very forceful. I did play on it slightly, but there was some truth in it because when I had psoriasis bad and because I got all of my body, including my penis, if my wife's wanting to make love to create a baby, I have to tell her I can't because my you can imagine what I'm going yeah. with that conversation is in a yeah. bad shape. I went to the doctor and said, look, my wife wants kids and I can't even take my clothes off in front of my wife because I'm embarrassed by it, which then says it's a mental health thing, which means it's mm. a depression thing. And then all of a sudden I'm fast tracked to the front of you to take this medication where you take one injection. It's just one injection in your leg. And honestly, I don't have it anywhere on my body. You can't even see it anymore. Are there any side effects? No side effects whatsoever. None. They did tell me though that it's new, a new medication. And well, how long has it been out? It's said 20 years. I went mean, 20 years seems like a long time, right? <laughs> but they, in their eyes, if it's not out like a lifetime, like 60 years, they class it as new. Okay. Okay. So that's, they don't that's... know the long term effects, right? So. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's good to know. And yeah, that's that's really good and transparent of you to actually share that. And I'm, and I'm happy for our audience to hear that as well. Now that we're in this old Claire, you know, looking like 12 months in, you know, 12 months in the Claire right now, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Because you're a man of big, big visions and big dreams. <laughs> Lots of opportunities are opening up for me. So the first thing that I do, I have to have something that gets me out of bed every single morning. So right now, my thing is location freedom. I have been successful the last four years with my one-to-one -one personal coaching, helping people in person, helping football players, boxers, because that's my background. I still work alongside some GB guys. I work alongside some professional boxers. The COVID put me in a position where all of a sudden I'm closed doors. So I've now got to adjust and I had to adjust quick. So I got an app done, got everything on an app, went to the gym, filmed 4,000 exercises. So everything's an app. So for me, in the next five years, in the next six months, God willing, I'll be living in a hot climate, 850 pounds a month to hire a villa out there, swim pool, jacuzzi, living like Logan Paul. Uh, <laughs> that's the dream, right? Because then that gives me location freedom. And my wife's mum, for example, she's a head teacher. She only earns $300 a month. 3,000 wow. pounds a year. So having a high salary, living in a climate which is far cheaper economy-wise means I'm going to mm. save more. But then I'm going to be always three or four times a year coming back over to England and work along with the boxers because I'm going to be starting my own podcast where I've got a lot of famous boxers and famous promoters lined up. Two of the guys who are at the Olympics now have already agreed to come on my podcast. So big things ahead. 
not ever let psoriasis hold me back from what I want to achieve. No, that is fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. And it's funny what you just said at the end, which is you've not let that hold you back. And I think that's something that, I'll, you know, people who will be listening to this will like to hear because it's also important to know that, yes, you might be living with this thing, but it's not your identity. It's not you. You know, you can live beyond that. So that's a fantastic thing to hear. So is there anything you want to particularly share with us or share with our audience in terms of any projects you're working on right now? So I'm just happy on to come on here and if this reaches one person, the, the reason for me doing anything I do when I got a bit of every morning is to try to just reach one person a day. That's my goal. However it be through fitness, mindset, or sharing my testimony, or sharing what I've dealt with psoriasis, if I can help one person every single day, that makes me sleep better on the night time. My mission is to keep helping one person every day until it gets more viral. And my mission before I leave this world is to help a million people change the direction of the life that's what i'm about so if that be you need help with mindset stuff you need help with nutrition i am a transformation expert i'm a nutritionist as well as a online coach come my way happy to chat to you you can have a free consultation no pressure to ever sign up with me but today let's keep it about psoriasis because that's why the people are tuning in right what i would like to share is this and you have to get your mindset to this as well do not ever go about life trying to prove other people wrong try to prove yourself right. Because when you're trying to prove other people wrong, you'll get hold back. So when I had psoriasis and I was trying to prove everyone right, it only brought a spotlight onto me where even when I was doing well and winning things, there was more conscious of my psoriasis than actually me achieving the thing that I was trying to prove to them. So I stopped trying to prove anything to anyone else. I just tried to prove myself right now. By prove myself right, it just takes anxiety and stress off me. I honestly don't care what anyone else thinks. Psoriasis is an external thing, but it doesn't change who I am as a person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, People mm -hmm. are too conscious in the world we live in about what they look like visually. But the truth is, they're only looking for a second. While you've had that bad experience and you're thinking about it for the next 10 years, if you catch up with that person in 10 years' time and tell them the way they, they made you feel, they're like, I'm really sorry that I made you feel that way. I thought about it for even a second after. Mm. And that's held you back because you're allowing that to affect you and you can't do that wow 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 <laughs> i'm just saying wow because i'm taking some of those bars myself I'm, I'm taking that with me i think that is yeah that's powerful that's powerful and i think you just encourage myself not only just take the power back of life to yourself and i think mm. that one about not trying to prove other people wrong but just prove yourself right I think you got so much more coming from where that comes from. <laughs> so you got so mm. many more comments from where that comes from. And because I mm. know you as well, you're a man of wisdom. So that's really good to for you to share that with the audience. I appreciate that. What would you tell your teenage self about psoriasis, knowing what you know now? I was ashamed to take my clothes off. I was mm. definitely ashamed to ever get to a stage where I'd want to show myself completely naked because I was so conscious the way I looked like. But knowing what I know now and knowing how, the wife I have now, if you find the right person, it ain't going to matter what you like externally. They're going to love you for you. My wife changed me in a moment. I wasn't seeing myself that way. And I asked her one day, why are you even interested in me? This was early on. I'd make arguments out of insecurity. I got into habit with relationships, trying to destroy everything because it was a mechanism to protect myself because I didn't want to get hurt. I'd been hurt before, right? So what I would say to my to younger self is be proud of yourself. Do what you need to do. Don't be affected by it, what other people think. Because if other people are commenting like that anyway, they're not for you. They don't need to be around you. You don't need them in your life. You don't need 
to count your friends on two hands. You'll need to only count them on one hand. I have lots of people around me now, but there's not lots of people that know who I really am because I'm comfortable with who I am and I'm comfortable with the five people on one hand who I'm going to share my life with. And the other thing is, is best friends are for seasons, right? So you might only be dealing with five people at one time, but that's not to see me and Babs talk once in a while, right? But that nothing changes in our relationship because you have friends for seasons because Babs is living his life and I'm living my life, but nothing changes. So when you come together, that five does grow more. It does grow more than five. But at one time, just deal with five people's opinions because if you're dealing with more than five opinions, you're going to confuse yourself. So what I would say to my younger self is, Stay focused on what you want to achieve and don't worry about what anyone else thinks because there's a person out there for everybody. I think it is fair to say that John is a man of wisdom. I think it is fair to say that John is a man of strength, internal strength and external strength as he's a fitness instructor as well. And um, I really enjoyed that conversation with John because he spoke so much on what it means to be able to fight with your mindset around a health condition that could be life-limiting and could be long-term as well. He is a man that actually believes in making sure that your mental strength supersedes anything else around you. Um, he speaks so candidly about his support system and his wife and his family and he also speaks so strongly about how his vision especially from a vocational perspective drives his life and more than anything else he speaks about his faith as well and these are big things that you know that i have gained or i have gotten from his um his interview um i would just like to say that psoriasis is a condition that definitely is very very testing to the character of the person who has it and i just wish that those people who are listening to this podcast whether you have been affected by psoriasis or that you know somebody who's affected by psoriasis have gotten something from it for us this is why we do this we are not specialists we just interview people um, who are living with the health conditions that are life limiting and this really is something that we are really really intentional about so we hope you got something from this podcast. I got a lot from this podcast. So for the next time we release a podcast, we can't wait for you to hear more about people who are living with marginalized health conditions and see how they live their life. Get in touch with us on freshrb.com or on our social media platforms at freshrbcic on all social media platforms. And we can't wait to hear from you. If you want to be part of our podcast, feel free to get in touch. Or if you know anybody who wants to be part of our podcast, let them know. Okay. So until later, stay safe, stay blessed, and bye-bye.